0: for my everything. Rocky makes me glad. The, the rock of ages for my every need. Wash my sins away when the old account was settled long ago. When at the judgment bar I stand before my king, and he the book will open. He cannot find a thing. Then will my heart be glad while tears of joy shall flow. Settle, settle long ago Long ago, Hallelujah, and the record's clear today,
1: for He washed my
0: sins away when the old account was settled. Long ago, and the record's clear today, for He washed my sins away when the old long ago With God, go with God. For looking back back my way, I don't see a lot. With Him there is joy. With Him there is joy. Great great, great blessings untold. Great great blessings untold. So So I think I'll just go. Blood of Calvary From my sins to set me by- free It took the blood It took the blood, took the blood. Took the blood. Every day I praise His name Pure and whole, I'll never be the same, same. It, took the it took the blood It took the blood It took the blood It took the blood Wonderful Counselor dream God he does afford he guides the way my steps to God The blood. Every day May I, praise, I his praise his name. Pure and whole, oh, I'll never be the same. Blood. It took the blood. It took the blood. It took the blood. It took the blood. Now that my sins are paid in full, in his precious blood. It took the blood. It took the blood. Every day I praise his name. name, Pure and whole I'll never be the same. it It took the blood. It took the blood.
1: amen that, that ought to bless your heart yeah. it's an honor to be amongst the people of the Lord I, I turned over there as we were praying around the cross there and uh I turned to preacher Todd and I asked him about the cross. I remember back in the other building over in the other church, I, I remembered us having that cross and uh, and praying. And he said you had to uh, fill, you know fill the name several times and took them off and people's God saved souls and answered prayer. I'm glad God's the same tonight that He's always been. Amen. He is God, and it is an honor to stand behind this sacred desk, preacher Todd. And I've known one another a long time, but I know this: that if He didn't have confidence in us, uh, I wouldn't be standing here tonight. And I appreciate that privilege and honor. And and uh, it's a, a, a for I guess the last ten or twelve years been a special burden uh, on my heart for the family and the home. And I pray tonight that God would just uh, help us and. And I'll tell you all of our homes. I appreciate, uh, setting aside a little bit of time. Uh, you know, just, uh, if we just come and met and prayed for our homes, uh, we, we certainly wouldn't be any of the worse off. It'd be better off. Amen. Right. And I know it's a busy time and a lot going on, but that you would set aside this time and a little bit of time really to emphasize and pray for the homes and the families. Uh, I believe God will bless us, and and God God will honor that. And I, I want to thank you. Ask your prayers. I appreciate. I preach your brethren and everyone that's here tonight. I appreciate some of our family that is here tonight, and I love and appreciate them. And and I, I want to ask you tonight if you have the Word of God with you tonight. I want to ask you to turn with us into the Book of Genesis tonight. You have the Word of God. If you have a pen and piece of paper, I'd like to uh, to jot down some verses before we get. Right here in the scripture, a little bit of uh, a little bit of home reading, if we will, when we think about the family and the home and uh, we want to seek to mind of the Lord and I want to give you a few passages of scripture if you will to maybe read it home this week and uh, to be looking over and in the days to come. I'm going to give you three passages of Scripture about the family and the home. I certainly am, and God knows my heart. I, I'm not a, 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 a an expert on the home and, and what we preach and what we uh, read out of the Bible. I'm seeking to apply in my own home, my own family, and it's our heart's desire. I tell you, our families, our homes is a great treasure from God. It's a great treasure from heaven, our families and our homes. And uh, I pray that God will strengthen our homes and strengthen our families. I believe that uh, there is an onslaught, there is an attack. Satan is fighting against the family, he's fighting against the home. And uh, But I'm glad that greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And I pray tonight that we'll be on guard. I want to give you a few passages. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, Marital Realities. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, Marital Realities. I'd love to ask you to read through that chapter. 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Then Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21 through 33. Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 21 through 33, marital responsibilities. There's some responsibilities that goes uh, in getting married, coming together, and and, uh, raising a family and a home. Ephesians 5, 21 through 33, marital responsibilities. And 1 Peter chapter 3, marital roles. 1 Peter chapter 3, marital roles. When daddy gets in his place, and mama gets in her place, and the children gets in their place... God can bless the home. Amen? A home that is out of Bible order cannot uh, be blessed like God wants to bless. A church that is out of Bible order, God can't bless it like He wants. There's an order there. And so in 1 Peter chapter 3 marital rose. And I want to ask you to, encourage you to read through some of those maybe with the family and, and ask God just to help us in our homes and in our families. I want to go back to the book of Genesis chapter number 13. Genesis chapter number 13. And I want us to look at a home here, and we know it's a very familiar home here in the Word of God. Genesis chapter 13. I want to go down and read and ask you to keep your Bible open and follow along with us tonight in the Word of God, Genesis chapter 13, and go down with me to verse number 12. Genesis chapter 13 and verse number 12. And Abram, Abram, dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent toward Sodom. Notice that that he pitched his tent toward Sodom. He pitched his home. That was what they lived in, their home, their family life. He pitched his tent toward Sodom. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan... And Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent toward Sodom. May God add his blessing to the reading of his precious and his holy word. I want to preach for the help of God tonight and the prayers of God's people. Homes headed in the wrong direction. Homes headed in the wrong direction. Lot pitched. He set the direction of his tent, of his family, of his home in the wrong direction. He planted it. He pitched it toward Sodom, that land of great sin. And of course, we know the many things that went on. I believe this with all of my heart. Been a burden of my heart and my soul. And I pray tonight that God would reach down in every. Soul and heart will be helped tonight. I do not believe we'll ever have revival in the church until we have revival in our homes. I believe tonight that we need revival in our homes, and I want to ask if you know if I'm not honest, if you're not honest, so we're wasting our gas and wasting our time and our effort. But if we'll be honest, God can help us. And our... what direction is your home headed in? I want us to look with our Bibles open tonight at some Bible scripture. I want us to look at tonight honestly in light of the Word of God and of Lot's home and Lot's family. He had pitched his tent towards Sodom and I want to notice some things that begin to take place. You know how that the home life ends up with Lot and his wife. We know that. We've read it since we're little children. And God told us to even remember Lot's wife in the New Testament. What about our own? You know, it's easy. It's easy, Preacher Todd, for me to look at my neighbor's home and say, boy, they're doing this and that and not. They're getting... Amen. It's easy. But when I look into my own home, Will we look into our own family, our own home, our own lives, and be earnest and sincere? God help me, Lord, that we'll have revival in our home and in our family. Genesis 13 and verse 12. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. Let's pray together. Father, I love you tonight. I thank you for the Word of God. And I pray tonight, God, that you'll anoint us from heaven, give us that fresh oil from another world tonight. God, I want to thank you for all your bountiful blessings and goodness. And Lord, I pray tonight, God, that you'll touch our hearts and our lives. Lord, I can already say it's been good to be in the house of the Lord. God, I want to thank you, Lord, for this family that sang for us tonight. God, they've been a good example to us tonight already. Been a message in their example. And God, I pray tonight that we'll take heed to. thus saith the word of God. And all of these bountiful blessings we'll ask in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. And a man, homes headed in the wrong direction. Holmes headed. He pitched his tent toward Sodom. Some of the surveys, recent surveys of the last few years tell us that 5 out of 10 marriages will end in divorce within the first 10 years of that marriage. Seven out of ten men have cheated on their wife within the first three years of their marriage. Now listen to this. Reports say more children are being raised in single parent homes than ever in the history of the United States of America. Reports tell us that there are more children being raised by their grandparents than ever in the history of the United States of America. I pray it's not your home. But there are some homes in America that's headed in the wrong direction. I pray it's not your home, my home. But there are homes that are headed in the wrong direction. None of us ever intend for it to get to where sometimes home life gets to. But most of the times it don't start overnight. It starts in our homes heading out in a wrong direction. Richard Mitch, often it starts out in gradual degrees and in increments and going, and then it ends up in a great disaster and a great turmoil many home lives that just begin to head out in the wrong direction. And I want us to look tonight. Oh, now I want us to look in the God's Word. God's Word is not going to change for your family and it's not going to change for my family. Amen. Is forever settled in heaven. The word of God is quick and powerful, and is sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even that dividing asunder a soul and spirit, and joining Mara and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intent of man's heart. And I want us to look at this man who started out his home life and pitched it towards Sodom in the wrong direction, and some things that begin to take place. Look with me in Genesis thirteen. Now go down with me to verse number four. 14, Genesis 13 and verse 14. Notice this about Abram. And you can read through these if you uh, have time. Read through these chapters. 13, 12, 13, right on through chapter 19 and 20. But look at verse 14. And the Lord said unto Abram, After that lot was separated from him, I lift up thine eyes now and look from the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. Go down with me to verse 18. Then Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. You can go through several places in these chapters right around here and you'll find over and over several places where Abram uh, time and time again uh, built an altar unto the Lord. But Pastor Todd, in none of my reading do I find uh, of Lot building an altar unto God. In an altar of prayer unto the Lord. I'm to tell you, a home is headed in the wrong direction when they do not have time for an altar and they do not have time for a prayer, a prayer life inside the home and the family. And I'm to tell you, the devil will fight against it. The flesh will fight against having prayer in the home and in the family and will try to, uh, try to divide it and try to stop it. And try to hinder it every way that he possibly can. Yeah, right. but a home is headed you know we have that plaque and it's so beautiful and most of us have it on the walls in our house somewhere yeah and it's beautiful. It's in script writing it's an old English writing it's a, a family that prays together yeah. stays together we, we, we have but you know what sometimes. We get so busy in life. We get so many things going on in life. And a home is headed in the wrong direction whenever we don't have time for prayer within the home. Don't have time to pray. I won't tell you the whole story, but this young man told me to tell. Uh, I could use that testimony anytime. But this was uh, probably 15 years ago. A man and his wife and three children. And uh, the man would tell the story, and I'll just tell it in just a moment. But it was right out of our Free Will Baptist Church. And uh, he said one night, he was at home, and uh, he said that he didn't know what was going on, and Preacher Todd, he didn't know what the, the next few months, and actually the last several, uh, next several years was going to hold for his family. But he felt very much impressed to take his wife by the hand, and they were sitting on the couch in the living room and get his wife by the hand and for them to get around and get on their knees and pray. He said, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't, I didn't know I uh, have any idea of what the next months and years was going to bring in our family. He said, but I, I felt like I ought to do that. This was somebody that came to church regular every service. But he said, we had never We had never had a prayer life in our home. And he said, it was so awkward and I didn't even know what to do and how to do it. Well, within the next few months, that home would go off into great trouble. Great adversity. Great drop off into... Awful, oh, just aged them 20 or 30 years. And Preacher Todd, this is what that man, if he was stand before you tonight, I could bring him here tonight. He said, I believe with all my heart if I had took my wife by the hand that night by that couch and got down and prayed and called on God, He said, but I didn't even know how to do it. This was a man raised in the church, raising his children in the church. But he said, prayer in our home was so far. It was and it was so awkward. I didn't even know how to start it. I didn't even know how to take my wife by the hand and us get in our living room and pray and call on God. And I wonder, and they went off into great sorrows and great troubles and and, and great heartaches. And like, he said, I believe it would have been different if I'd had a prayer meeting that night in my home. I didn't know what was ahead of us. He said, but the Holy Spirit was working. He said, I remember that night. I'll never forget that night. I say, oh God, help us as men and ladies and families and children in our homes. That home prayer will not be foreign in our lives. But it will be a regular thing. It will be a sweet thing. It will be from God. A home is headed in the wrong direction. Whenever we get so busy, we have so much going on, or we do not have that as Something that is important in our lives. A prayer life. A prayer life at home. Nowhere do we find Lot building an altar and having prayer and calling out on the Lord. A home is headed in the wrong direction whenever there's not a time for prayer. Call our children's name out to God in prayer and our family life. Read the Bible together. Huh? Many homes. Write it, write it. If we're not, care- God help us. Right. Come on, preacher. Huh? Little daughter's back in the bedroom and. She's got her iPods and iPads and computers and all that and that's all right within within its place, you know. Uh, we can use some of those things for for good, but but Come one's on. back in one bedroom on something. Come on, Another one's back on the other in the other room on something else. Hey, nice. Huh? On, Mama's in one place, and uh, hey, and Mama's in one place, and and she's got something before her eyes as well. Daddy's back over yonder. Uh, if he ain't got hey, if he ain't got a if he ain't got an iPod, an iPad, or something else in front of him, uh, he's got a remote control in his hand. Uh, he's got his eye on his God. Amen. Uh, you couldn't get through to him for a month of Sundays. Amen. Ah. Uh, Hey, and who's calling on God for prayer and saying, "Hey, hey, little ones, let's all come together. Let's get a hold of God. We need God in our homes. We need God in our families. Lord, we need heaven to come down in our family, in our home life. And our oh God, help us. Hey, God, help us. Amen. Lord, our home is headed in the wrong direction. I, oh God, help us. I need this if it's for nobody else. And hey, I remember. I remember here just a little while back, I was in a restaurant. A man, his wife, and two kids in a restaurant. They were sitting around one little table. One little table, but all four of them was in another world. Every one of them had something. One of them had ear ear things in their ears. I mean, they they was flat tuned out. Amen. And they was in four different worlds sitting at one table. Come on, preacher. Come on. God help us. Amen. Hey, uh, what about the prayer life in your home? What about the prayer life in my home? Well, I tell you what, sometimes it seems like it wants to stall out. I tell you, I've tried it everywhere from five o'clock in the morning to twelve o'clock midnight, all different times. When's it best? How are we all going to get together? Sometimes it stalls out, boy. I say, God help me to revive this thing back up. Sometimes it seems like it hits a stone wall and it just dies out. Oh, God help us to revive it back up, Lord. Help us, God. We need home. We need prayer in our homes and we need prayer in our families. Amen. God help us. Notice here what the Word of God said. Look with me. Go to Genesis 13 and verse 10. A home is headed in the wrong direction. Whenever we don't have time for prayer, a home is headed in the wrong direction. Notice verse 10. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. Hey, he lifted up his eyes. He saw that well, uh, well plain. It was well watered. It looked beautiful. It looked good. And so he begins to move that direction and set his home in that direction. A home is headed in the wrong direction when we don't have time for prayer at home. And a home is headed in the wrong direction when we move and make decisions without getting our guidance from God. Amen. Ask God about it. Remember, we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. I want to tell you, everything that looks greener on the other side of the fence is not always that way. Amen. We better be careful, I and you as well, about setting the direction of our lives and our families by what looks beautiful and well watered out somewhere else. We better get along with God and get a hold of heaven and ask God to have mercy on us and guide us and direct us in our lives. Get our our answers and make decisions based upon not what the eyes see, but about what God wants in our hearts and in our lives. Be careful. Be careful. These eyes will get away from us. And we'll look at this over yonder, and we'll look at that over there. Look, it was well watered. Look what it said. And he lifted up his eyes and beheld huh? all the plain of Jordan. Boy, it looks so pretty. Boy, I tell you what, the picture. i try to paint that thing to look so pretty. Huh? Yes, sir. Huh? And said, boy, I tell you what, if you just had that and if you was just over yonder, boy, I tell you what, you'd have everything in life you've been a woman. Boy, I tell you what, the old, hey, preacher, I tell you the old world, the devil and the flesh try to crawl up on our shoulder and say, boy, I tell you what, if you had that wife or if you had that husband over yonder or if you had that little girl, you had that, boy, I tell you what, you'd have everything. Boy, if you had that job over yonder. You'd have everything. Boy, it looks so green. It looks so pretty. It looks like everything that you want. And i tell you what, there. hey, and so we just drop everything. We just get directed by our eyes rather than getting a hold of God. And there we flash over the fence and we get over to the other side. It looks like, Richard Mitchell, it looks like the grass is greener over yonder. And we find out it's that way because that grass is growing over the septic tank. Amen. That's why it's looking like the head. It's not from God. It's from the world, the flesh, and the devil. I want to tell you, John 10, 10 says, The thief has come before to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but I am come that you might have life, and that you might have it more abundantly. Amen. Get our guidance from God, our direction from the Lord, and not just go on the mere eyesight of the flesh. It will get us in trouble. Now, take your Bible. Go a little further. Let's look in the Word of God. Go with me to chapter number 19. A home is headed in the wrong direction whenever we don't have time to pray at home. A home is headed in the wrong direction when we make our decisions based on the eyes rather than getting on our guidance from God. A home is headed in the wrong direction. Now, look at this. Go to chapter 19. You know what's going to happen. Verse number 1. And there came two angels to Sodom, even at even, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. Now Lot's done got over into Sodom. Now he's done sitting as a chief at the gate. Oh. There he is, Lot said, and and you know the things that was taking place in Sodom and Gomorrah, the homosexuality, the sodomy, the sodomites. And there he is sitting. God is going to destroy that wickedness. He is going to destroy that city and all that was going on. And he lets Lot and his wife and family know that they are to get out of that place and i know it's a whole another a whole another sermon but i know in the carolinas that it's being accepted now uh, and that a man and a man and a woman and a woman uh, are being, uh, uh, they say, married and joined together. I want to tell you, that is an abomination in the eyes of God and it always will be an abomination. Amen. God will never put a man and a man and a woman with a woman. Amen. That is uh, abomination and, and disobeying, thus saith the word of the Lord, Amen. Yeah, that's right, huh? Huh? Yeah, right. it's, it's sin. It's wrong. It's not pleasing to God. It doesn't matter that they have approved it and the society has begun to sanction it. I tell you, it's a sad day. It's a sad day when they say, so and so has come out of the closet. And they said now, I'm I'm professing uh, that I'm a a sodomite, I'm a homosexuality, I'm gay. And it's a sad, it's a sad day, Preacher Chris, when the President of the United States of America will, get on the phone line and call them up and say well you're courageous and boy you're something and you're everything you've come out that way in ungodliness I tell you that is disobedient to God it doesn't matter if the president puts his approval on it or society puts their approval on it it is disobedient unto God amen it's disobedient unto the Lord Lot's got to sitting in the gate of the city. Now go down to verse 14. Now they're telling him to get out of there. Look what it said. And Lot went out, Genesis 19 verse 14, Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. A home is headed in the wrong direction whenever our family begins to view us as a hypocrite. He said, hey, God has sent direction and told us to get up out of here and get out of this place and let's get moving and let's get out of here because the Lord is going to destroy this city. But He seemed as one that mocked unto His sons. And I want to tell you, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro across this whole earth and He sees me and He sees you and He sees us everywhere we go and everywhere we're at. And you see, if anybody really knows us, it's our family inside the walls of our house. And look at verse 14. And, and but he seemed as one that malt unto his sons-in-law. You're going to tell us? God's telling you anything? Isn't it a sad day? You know what I can put on the front Come on, Don't you- t- hey, right. don't tell me people ain't doing it they are. You can put on a front and you can put on a mask and you can and I can hey I can put on a front and I can put on a mask I can put me a suit on, you can put you a nice a, a dress on or whatever, and go about life, and you may fool, and I may fool everybody around us and those all around. But the great God of heaven, Jehovah, by the way, he's the one that's got our breath in his hands. He sees every one of us, he knows everything. Every one of us. He saw where you've been today. He knows who you've talked to today. Uh, there's people begin to go home today. Pastor Todd, they begin to go home today and they say, five o'clock come, they begin to get home uh, on their way home and they start, uh, they start uh, uh, their hands are rubbing together. And, uh, preacher, they, they get their phones out and they go to deleting messages. No wonder people's on so many nerve peels, amen. Huh? They've been talking to somebody that they ought not to have been talking to. They've been taking pictures and sending pictures that they had not ought to have been doing. Boy, we on the way home. Gotta, gotta get that deleted. Boy, we gotta get that voicemail off of there. Boy, we gotta get that picture off of there. Gotta get that off of there. Huh, boy, the, the the phone's laying over on the counter when we get home, and it begins to buzz and go off, and we and we jump and run. Gotta go get it. Gotta go get it. Don't know who's calling. Huh. In church, got a Bible under our arms. I am telling you, front row of the Sunday school class and everything else. And talking to somebody who's not your wife. Talking to somebody who's not your husband. Fornicate. Hey, front row on the youth group. And fornicating with somebody on Saturday night. Your home's headed in the wrong direction. Be sure, be sure, be sure your sin will find you out. Be sure my sin will find me out and your sin will find you out. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, so shall he reap. If he sows to the flesh, he shall of the flesh reap corruption. But if he sows to the Spirit, he shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Amen. Uh. Hey, listen. Hey. Laughed and and mocked at him. Uh. God help us! It's happening. Somebody said, "My my home's not going to end up that way." That's what you, that's what the other one said. It won't it won't happen. I'm more crafty. I'm more uh, I'm more skillful, I'm more crafty. I can do, I can do this. I, hey. I can't get away with see You can't get away with. And a home is headed in the wrong direction. Whenever we live one way in the public and something else in the private. Uh, Look here, what the Bible says. A home is headed in the wrong direction. You know how these men came, and in Genesis, you have to read all of that. You already read it many times, but freshen up on it. But look in Genesis nineteen. Go down to verse number verse number eight. They wanted these sodomites wanted these men who had came into this into the city and come into his house and uh, to commit uh, uh, iniquity with them. Now look at verse number 8. Genesis 19 verse 8. Now this is what Lot says. He don't want to give them, them men. He don't want them men to go out to him because he knows what the men of the city have in mind. Now look what he says. He said, Behold now, I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you this is Daddy. Come on, preacher. Come on. He said, I've got two daughters that ain't never known. They're, they're pure. And I'll bring them out to you, and you do to them as good in your eyes, only do to these, uh, unto these men do nothing. For therefore came them. Here is a Daddy that's tried to keep his daughters pure all them years. And now he's offering them to these perverts yeah. 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 to take them out and do whatever he wants to do to them. A home is headed in the wrong direction. Come on. I thought, I, yeah, there it is up in the top left. When we change our standards to fit with what's going on. Preach. Pastor Todd, that, that. here's a family that's tried to keep their children pure and holy and has kept them pure and said, these girls of mine are holy, pure. They have never known a man, preacher. Yeah. What but now tonight, today is different. And now I'll just shove them out the front door to you and you can do whatever you want to do to them all night long. Hey, a home is headed in the wrong direction. You'd be surprised at families and homes that are leaving our our churches, going to this newfangled, newfangled kind of stuff where the preacher never preaches on any standards and any convictions. Uh-huh. I'm talking about we just go into church, and you know, nobody never... Hey, don't, don't never say anything about sin. And don't ever say anything about what's wrong. And don't ever be guided by the Word of God. Uh, we, just, we just have a chorus that we sing about 70 times the same words uh, over and over again. Huh? Preacher Todd, here's a family that's tried all this time to keep their family pure and chaste, and now anything and everything goes. A home is headed in the wrong direction. Whenever we change our... Hey, it's not a time to lighten up. It's not a time to give up. It's a time for us to keep on keeping on, amen. amen. Huh? It's a time for us to keep on keeping on. A home is headed, and I want you to take your Bible, go a little further in chapter nineteen. A home is headed in the wrong direction, and we don't have time for prayer. When we make our decisions based on our eyes rather than on God. When those that live within our homes would look upon us as a hypocrite. When a home is headed in the wrong direction, when we change our standards. Now I want to seek to rightly divide this, and there's a lot of preachers in in the congregation tonight. I want to tell you how it seems to me as I read it. I've never saw this in this depth light until recently you know the story how that finally they're taken by the hand and they led out of Sodom and Gomorrah and uh, Lot and, and his daughters and his wife and these things that begin to take place go down to verse number 22. Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou be come hither. Therefore the name of the city was called Zohar, that place where Lot and, and they went to. A little city of refuge. Now listen to this. Tell me what kind of picture you get right here. I believe there's a message here. And the sun was risen upon the earth when Lot, entered into Zohar. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah a brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities that which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. Light enters into the city. <clears throat> always in my life I've always pictured Preacher Todd Lot being like right here and Miss Lot being a few steps behind. But when I read that of him entering into the city, Lot, just and Lot entered into the city. And then God rains the fire and brimstone down on Sodom and Gomorrah, and then it brings Miss Lot back up, and she turns into a pillar of salt. The point is this from my heart tonight. I just wonder how far back there she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah. Sure. But regardless of how far it is, you can read over that. In, A home is headed in the wrong direction when families start getting separated from one another. And get distant from one another. And we lose our compassion. And we lose our care. And if we're not careful, it can happen to us and we don't intend for it. But mama gets to doing her thing. And daddy gets to doing his thing. The children gets to doing their things and life is busy and it takes us all at the grindstone. It seems like just to, just to keep things going and make ends meet and keep house life going and all. I want to tell you, when we start getting distant from one another, yeah. Yeah. things can happen that we never imagined could ever happen. Husbands and wives just... preacher Mitch, it just starts and then before you know it, we're way, way separated from one another. Compassion, all of those things begin to go by the wayside. We begin to think about things and do things and talk about things and listen to things and look at things. Never imagine whatever happened. Be surprised how many homes in America tonight would say, We've got more things than we've ever had. We've got more luxuries and conveniences than we've ever had. But many homes would say tonight, we're more distant from one another than we've ever been in our home life. And we all, sometimes, if we're not careful, we don't intend to start out. We get busy. We get this and that and the other going on. and, And before you know it, one's gone one way and one's gone another. And it all started out with things headed in the wrong direction. I want to ask you tonight. How's things in your home? I answer that in my own life. How's things at my house? How's things at your house? You know what? If I, if I were to stand before you and say, well, nothing can't improve down at my house. Everything's I'm just a plus on everything. I'm not going to get no help if I'm not honest. The truth truth is most all of us could probably say there's some things could improve down at our house. If Paul had not arrived, if he was still pressing forward, we need to be pressing forward. And I want to ask this tonight, Lord, this Monday night, a family revival. House things in these areas in your life? How's, how's prayer at home? Are you praying about the decisions you're making? Things you're doing? What we're going? Are we real inside of our home life? Are we beginning to change our standards to the pressures of the world as a husband a wife parents and children are we as close together with one another as we used to be as we want to be our heads are bowed tonight every head bowed and every eye closed as we stand tonight in God's house every head bowed and every eye closed and pastor however you'd like would be pleasing to you the invitation tonight I want to ask this tonight Lord I want to ask you God that you would touch my home touch my family it's Monday night Lord I want to be honest Lord I want to be Lord, I pray you'll strengthen my family life, my home life. I tell you, I'm going to get on the altar tonight. But You don't do that because I'm going to get on the altar, but I I want to ask you tonight. Lord, I want my home in the right direction. God, I want to ask you to help. Lord, I want to pray for my family and my home. Lord I see what happened to lot his wife turned to a pillar of salt the other things that took place help me Lord maybe tonight you'd like to slip out from where you're at tonight and come and find a place and ask God to touch your home and your family maybe tonight you got a home that's on your heart tonight maybe you got a son or a daughter their families maybe somebody you work with You can hear them talk. You're not a a judge, but you can hear them talk. And you know things are not headed in the right way. You'd like to come and pray. You'd like to come and call on God. There's a place for us tonight at the old-fashioned altar. Would you come as they mind the Lord tonight? I want to pray. I'll leave between you and the Lord and the pastor tonight. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I love you tonight.
0: Hear the blessed Savior calling the oppressed. O oh, ye heavy laden, come to me and rest. Come no longer ten.